I need you to tell me about the money while our friend is still napping. Carla looked from me to our reptilian guard, who'd apparently decided a siesta was in order. Mark Whittier introduced me to Lorenzo. That's how we met. Whittier was the business partner? I was still trying to get a handle on the relationship between Rios, Whittier, and Sandoval. Rioval Capital was Lorenzo's brainchild, but he didn't have a startup capital. That's where Mark came in. It was a private joke among the three of them. Rioval for Rios and Sandoval, Lorenzo and Mercy's surnames, and Capital because they couldn't work Mark Whittier in, so he was relegated to being an inside joke. The Capital in Rioval Capital. So, Miss Sandoval, the lawyer, was a part of this business from day one. Oh, yeah. Mercy was the incessantly prodding finger. I don't have any proof of it, but if I were a betting person, I'd say she and Lorenzo have known one another in the biblical sense. Repeatedly. With much sweat involved. So, Mercy and your former partner at the daycare center. Is the guy some kind of six-pack abbed Lothario? Yeah, he's a smooth operator for sure. Okay, so... Tell me about the money. Carla took a deep breath and let it out as she spoke. Lorenzo was the accountant, Mercy was the lawyer, and Mark was the money. It took them about three years to use Mark's father's connections in cash to build a fairly substantial client base. They handled things like asset management and public market investments. I'm not going to pretend I know a lot about the business, but... From what I gather, they basically took other people's money and managed it in a way that made those people more money and made them money too. But it looks like Lorencia was doing a little one for you, two for me on the side. I started to put it together when I heard him talking to Mark on the phone one night. Apparently some discrepancies came to his attention and when Mark hired a forensic accountant to look at the books, Lorencio went ballistic. And that was about a week before, before it happened. Carla closed her eyes and shook her head rapidly, as if trying to disengage a painful memory that was trying to gain footing. And I started doing some digging, but I'm not really up on accounting. I found some paperwork on a line of credit that Lorenzo had taken out on the business to the tune of like $2 million. Nice chunk of change. Yeah, well, nice isn't exactly the word I'd use. I went to the office one day when I knew Lorenzo would be golfing. He went like a few times a week with clients. And I confronted Mark about it. And he told me that he was quietly investigating Lorenzo for embezzlement, but it would take a while for him to get all the evidence. The problem was an investigator hadn't been able to find bank accounts opened in Lorenzo's name. So he had no idea where the money was being hidden or if it was spent already. <laughs> Mark even asked me if Lorenzo had a drug problem or a gambling problem. As if that monster would let anything control him. Lorenzo knew he was being investigated. Well, I think he suspected, but Mark told me to keep quiet, so I never said anything. Not until the night before he killed them. A prickling sensation ran up my spine. I didn't like where this was headed. How'd you find the money? When, when, Mercy, when Mercy came into your office that day and said that Lorenzo embezzled seven million dollars... I almost shit a brick. Seven million, seriously? Well, I don't know where it is because that's not how much I found. 
Where, Carla? Where'd you stash it? The look that wrenched across her face was pure disgust. She was no longer following my questions, instead scrolling through the images on her internal hard drive and watching it all play out in front of her. Lorenzo had built this playhouse for Connor just after we were married. He built the whole thing himself. This miniature house in our backyard with working lights and a little tiny upstairs loft, a pitched roof that was accessed by a ladder. He even bought a slide that ran out one of the upstairs windows. I remember at the time... I'm an idiot. I remember being so touched by it at the time. How he would keep working on it every weekend, bringing home lumber and adding little things like shelves and built-in kitchen nook area. And it hit me one night after the murders when I couldn't sleep. I kept trying to wrap my head around the why, you know? All that time Lorenzo spent out there working on that little house, when Connor and I were out doing errands or at soccer practice, that last night when I confronted him and he said horrible things about how I was raising a spoiled, self-indulgent kid, and I thought, if he's so spoiled, why did you build him that fancy playhouse? And that's when it hit me. I realized how much he hated both of us. He didn't marry me because he loved me. He didn't build that house for Connor. He did it for himself. We were his tidy little cover, complete with a picket fence. A few months after the funeral, I went over there in the middle of the night. I hadn't been back since it happened. I was bouncing around between friends and family because I, I couldn't get comfortable anywhere, not even, not even in my own skin. He hid the cash in the playhouse. I was trying to jolt her along, but Carla was back there in that place she'd been drifting to more and more since being forced to deal with her past. Every time she went back and her face crumpled in on itself, blood-drained lips quivering against clenched teeth, I felt responsible. I started the ball rolling, and even though I could justify it as something she needed to relive so she could finally get to the other side, it was a need of my gut every time. I searched the whole place before I figured out that it had to be somewhere that Connor wouldn't find it. So I started looking for hiding places, took me about an hour and the goddamn splinters jesus my hands hurt for a week i broke every one of my nails to the quick clawing around on my knees and digging between every slatted board it was a drop space cored out beneath the floor i only found it because he must have used a pocket knife or something to pry open one of the floorboards a few times there were a couple deep nicks in the floor between two slats that were too close to the wall to look like something connor would have done in the course of playing I had a metal nail file in my purse, and I broke the damn thing trying to jimmy the board up. That's where I found the duffel bag. She looked up from her lap. It was a pretty big bag, Morneau. He'd probably been making regular deposits for a little while. How much? Carla grimaced, presumably anticipating my reaction. A little over three million. Criminy woman! You've got three million embezzled dollars hidden somewhere? Not exactly. 